We are live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. We have Dr. David Seaman back with us, author of the Deflame Diet Book and Weight Loss Secrets. And let's see, the Breast Health and Cancer Prevention Book. David, welcome back. We're not going to be talking about health and nutrition today. We're going to have a little fun tonight. Um, he's, he's already grinning. <laughs> well, we might do a little bit just because when we go over a certain person, uh, and his, uh, you know, nutrition buddies that are perhaps not so, you know, factual. As, as, as factual and intellectual as they like to you, be. You want to tip your camera down just a little bit more? So you're sure. not, you look like kind of right in a low rider there. You know, we just okay. need like, da -da -na 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 -na. is that better? <laughs> yeah. Good. All right. So, uh, well, anyway, I'm excited to uh, get the show going here. We're going to be discussing why the intellectual dark, dark web is not very intellectual. And uh, we have our, our favorite intellectual dark web co-conspirators that uh, come up in any search in the intellectual dark web. And those are, where did I put that website? Here we go. We've got, uh, of course, Jordan Peterson, Sam Harris. We've got Eric Weinstein, Michael Shermer, Brett Weinstein, Eric's brother, uh, Joe Rogan, Dave Rubin, Ben Shapiro, Douglas Murray, Godsod. He's emailed me before, which is pretty funny. And uh, he sent me some, some uh, video of his, and he asked me what I thought, and I told him it looked like two socialist clowns sitting there, you know, pretending that they were intellectuals. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's see, Heather Hain, all of these, Ian Hirsi Ali, there's Sam Harris there, we got Majid Nawaz, Christina Summers, but uh, this group of Are people... Are you going to pull that up? That's uh, the New York Times article. Can you screen it? Uh, it should be showing on uh, the YouTube channel there. Uh, you, okay. you may not be seeing it, but you know if okay. you, if we want you to see it, I guess you should share screen. That might be easier. Do you but want? How to, do I? Uh, you have on the bottom of the screen here. I'm showing everybody on the bottom of the screen here. There's a green up arrow there that says share, oh, yeah. and uh, so you can share screen there. But uh, so well, let's dig in, Dave. Sure. Let's do it. So. Uh... First thing you want to do is show the definition of uh, what intellectual is. Are you there? Yeah, I'm oh. here. Do you see me? Okay. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit of a glitch here. Okay, so as long as they can see it, that's, that, that's okay, fine. Let me, let me just pull that up here. And uh, it's also in the uh, show description for today what the uh, definition of uh, uh, intellectual is. And here I'm pulling that up right here. There we go. And... Uh, of or relating to intellect or its use, development chiefly guided by intellect rather than by emotion or experience. Rational. Requiring use of intellect, giving to study, reflection, specu and speculation. Engaged in an activity requiring creative use of intellect. So, you know. That's the most important one. That last one is the most important one a creative use of intellect to be able to dissect information and to have a different vantage point of it. So the art, what you brought up was a New York Times piece. So, so why would the New York Times- uh, Actually, I was showing the uh, dark web there, but I'll, oh, bring up the, I'll bring up the intellectual dark web here, or oh, the uh, New York Times piece, so there it is. 
So. Yeah. So, so, so the New York Times is as mainstream as 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 it gets, right? Yep. So why would they like shine shine light on this like, you know, this cabal of of intellectuals who are challenging the status quo? Quote unquote air quotes, right? Challenging. Yeah. They are the status quo, actually. They are. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Michael Shermer here, but yeah, they're all. Uh, you know, I'm kind of giving it away, but pseudo intellectuals essentially. And I mean, uh, they're they're all smart guys and lots of smart people. If you if you take the you know the whole political ideology out out there with the fake left and right paradigm that we already talked about, and the and you know and the and the and the Republicans and Democrats who fight, but they're really basically on the same on, on the same team. I mean, there's nothing really intellectual about siding with those those people at all. So, and the most bizarre thing, uh, if you pull up the, uh, you know, the definition of, uh, of a politician, I mean, you look at that second definition, you're like, why would you want to side with any of these guys? I mean, it's, it's mind boggling. Yeah. Well, you know, I agree with you and, uh, uh, Jordan Peterson, and I know at least two people have handed him my, my, uh, paper spies and academic clothing and uh you know and he took over leary's job at harvard and he was up at the uh at the uh oh goodness here let's just pull the uh database over here he was up there at the uh at the uh where is he jordan peterson alphabetical order here here we go he was up there at uh, mcgill university up in toronto which is another mq ultra school and uh you know, so there's there's plenty of uh, bad stuff going on over there. But then he takes over Leary's job at Harvard, you know, and, and Leary was one of his uh, key influences there. But uh, anyway, go ahead. So I, ju I just pulled up the uh, check out the get... here's the here's a photo of uh, Rogan, Sam Harris and all of the uh, intellectual dark web people chilling out together over dinner. You know, and, yeah, and, yeah. and just for disclosure, folks. Uh, before I was on Rogan's show in 2011, I was friends with the guy for eight years. I mean, uh, you know, my channel has been shut down twice ever and, you know, since like it was launched in 2006 and both times were due to Rogan. Really? Yeah. Huh. Once was earlier this year. Ooh, really? Well, yeah. then this will be. So this will be. Well, this year was actually the live feed was shut down. So, but uh, way back in 2011, he. Uh, my channel was shut down for a month and a half or two for posting my own interview with him. So I just pulled up the YouTube channel. See if you can just pull up that article with the, uh, the intellectual dark web real fast to see if it shows. You're talking about the New York Times article? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You want me to show it on screen, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, show yeah. me so people yeah, know yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Here it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I already, I already kind of scrolled down the whole article there. So Perfect. Go. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. So I just want to make sure I could see this stuff because it really is helpful. And you also have to look at like, look at how they, how they shaded this whole thing. Like they're just these, like, these like anti-establishment, non-status quo thinking characters that like emerge from the darkness to, uh, to guide us to wherever they're planning on guiding us. I mean, it's just sort of mind boggling to me when I, when I look at that, it really is sort of shocking. So so, 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 you know, I'll, I'll just, you know, define the, the, the definition of a politician because these guys get all into politics, right? If you look at that 
article that you have pulled up there. I just uh, moved it. Let me pull up yeah. the definition of politician here. Yeah. I mean, these guys, they, they, in that article, you know, they, they argue fervently disagree. And then they go into uh, the Weinsteins and uh, Brett and his wife, you know, they're ardent Bernie Sanders supporters. And, and, and uh, Sam Harris is an ardent Hillary supporter. And I'm not suggesting that anyone should be ardent any politician supporter because when you pull up the definition of a politician, you see what they are. It's just as like just absolutely bizarre. A person who acts in a manipulative and devious way, typically to gain advancement within an organization. Hmm. Yeah, so let's be an ardent supporter of a politician. I mean, it just how is that, you know? intellectual and involved deep deep thinking especially you know a communist like you know the bernie bros you know it's yeah. like it's like you have to be i mean that's the antithesis of intellectualism well even if you look at say shapiro who you know is a is, is a conservative when we looked at the last talk we did when i looked at when we defined uh, government in terms of uh, power well socialists conservatives they're all left-wingers in terms of power because they're always appealing to government for to do more stuff for them. So that is by definition a, well, well by definition, I mean, say a left-winger in terms of, 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 of political power. So they don't sure. even think about it. And you know, Joe Rogan actually didn't understand what a liberal or a conservative actually was or what a liberal actually was until I think Jordan Peterson explained it to him. I mean, it's just, it's just mind-boggling. It really is. So you want to cruise into some of uh, of the uh, the uh, the Rogan madness with the uh, the Psy um, babe, yeah, the Psy babe. You know, I'll tell you, Rogan has some really sharp people on his on his podcast. Like he, he interviewed Robert Sapolsky, and uh, Robert Sapolsky is a is is probably the premier stress researcher uh, in uh, the world, or at least certainly in America. So he is absolutely intensely legit. And then you have Rogan. Pulling up on his, on his, uh, or, or inviting on his show, this uh, this girl who calls herself Psy Babe. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. So, so if you're legitimately Psy, then you should have a a a science background, right? You should absolutely have a science background. And when I looked into her a little bit, it turns out that she has been a, a regular speaker at you know the the National Atheist Conference, <laughs> which is an interesting. There she is. That, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that just means that. It, well, and you can tell that. Never mind. Uh, but uh, that just means that they don't grasp logos, right? I mean, you know. So, oh yeah, you know, uh, we got here, but we're going to promote. Uh, you know what? We're going to cover this later on. But you know, like Sam Harris too. They don't grasp logos. They don't get that truth is God. They don't actually study the Bible and what it says. And they, they go with the idea that God is this guy floating in space on a throne. And that's their, you know, the foundation, foundational grasp of what they think God is. It's not truth. It's not natural law. It's not, uh, you know, the creative force. And then they'll come up with like uh, the multidimensional universe theory or something like that. And then they'll say, well, you know, we're living in a program now. Somebody created our program. It's like, okay, so you're a theist, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's absolutely bizarre, particularly when you start looking at what that guy Dawkins says, where he doesn't believe in the God that's in the Bible, but he does believe in some alien God. It's just like, or an alien-like God. And, and, then, and, then we need, uh, and then we need to uh, have cannibalism 
and and promote my former co-host, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the cannibalism part? I'm not. I'm not. I don't. Oh yeah. So let me see if I can find that here. Um, shoot. Tell me his name again. Jeez. Now I just it slipped my mind. Um, uh. Cannibalism. One, I don't. You know the one. Oh that, oh oh Dawkins. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry, Richard Dawkins. And cannibalism. I didn't know that. Well, I don't know a lot of stuff. I only know what I know, you know? That's, yeah, that's so all. here, Do Dawkins wants to eat human meat March 6, 2018. So, you know, I mean, obviously this guy is, you know, he doesn't believe that truth is God, doesn't believe, uh, uh, you know, anything. is, You know, when you, you don't get the truth is God and you're on the left-hand path, the next thing you're going to do is promote bestiality, cannibalism, you know, pedophilia should be legal, et cetera. You know, so uh, Dawkins is, uh, this is National Review. Dawkins wants to eat human meat. That's unbelievable. Oh, my God. Oh, man. So uh, head over to uh, to uh, to uh, Cy Babe's Wikipedia link that I sent you. All right. Let's see. That here. will be a good thing to, uh, to, to, to look at. Good grief. What am I in for here? What do you got me in here? Well, you're just going to see it's, not, it's, it's, it's really not that big of a deal. But 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 if you look at her at 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 her background, she's got a bachelor's degree in chemistry and then allegedly a master's degree in chemistry. But she had to go to to England to get that one. Now, why would you go and get a master's degree of chemistry in England? where you can get one real ch much cheaper in the United States. So that's always suspicious to me. And when people like default to like, I got my degree in some foreign country, which seems a little bit odd. And even a guy like Shermer, if you look at his science degree or his PhD, it's not an actual research, it's actually in the history of science. So, so these people are not technically scientists. So when you look at, at, at her page, you can see there that image of hers, her talking at the National Atheist uh, Convention. And, you know, I really, I understand why people choose to be atheists because, because em, em, embracing some mystical non-physical thing is i mean it's difficult to conceptualize so i understand it but to be so sort of angry about it and so hardcore about it but the thing about that that strikes me is that when you look at so many of these people who get propped up i mean where did she come from she has no science background at all and she calls herself sci babe so if you go to that uh that uh, uh first of all go to that uh that medium.com article this uh because because this 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 chiropractic chick she just got really mad, uh, and uh, because because Cy Bay writes this article article called chiropractor chiropractors are bullshit. <laughs> yeah, and so and here's and so, a and here's a chiropractor calling BS. Cy Babe is neither a scientist nor a babe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Right, right, right. So you know, so that of course got no play because because you know, like she apparently is be is being pro propped up. Of course. Yeah, of course. That's how media works for those. Yeah. You know, I mean, we get that. I've been in media for 11 years and I get how all of that stuff works. You know, yeah. you, know you know that as well. Oh, yeah. Well, well, it's important to actually show your audience. And if, if, if any of these characters do um, tune into this, you know, just just to say what was said in that meeting article where, you know, she's not a scientist. Well, how do you prove or demonstrate that somebody is really not a scientist? Well, you simply go to a website called pubmed.gov. So you just go to pubmed.gov. 
gov. And then uh, let's type and in, what's your name again? Shoot. It's I, a tough one to spell. I'll spell here, for you. I'll, I'll copy it off of the other page yeah. here. Yeah. And so, so, and then, and it's not just medical, but is, is this going to show any scientific articles? I don't know if guys like... Uh, oh, zero search results. What What about... What about, uh, what about what about wait 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 the way you search this though is you never search with the first name so you want to get rid of her first name all right all right all right let's give her a first you, shot this is actually very very important yeah absolutely so you take that away and you just okay. use her last name right okay 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 so there's detriment B that not Y there's R right. there's okay, A so, G B yeah. G L so none of these are actually her. So what you do to identify if the person is actually a scientist is you go wait, back wait, to the wait, top. Wait, 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 wait. Let me check. Dr. Seaman. No, 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 wait, wait. First finish her, though. <laughs> and we'll do May. No, 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 we'll do May. But, but first go back to her, though. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, okay. Yeah. Now put Y. Pull that back up. Okay. Now, now put Y after her uh, space and then Y after her last name. Okay. Oh, snap. All right. Now click, you know, return, and you get nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it shows so, zero, so zero so, results. So that is her name in the U.S. government scientific website. There's nothing there. And if you go to her 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 uh, her Wikipedia page, you, you should show, you know, if, if you're a scientist, you should have your scientific papers at least somewhat listed. There are a couple of them, so-and-so. You know, she wrote this, that, whatever it is, and there's nothing there. It's just like media stuff. It's, it's very similar to Sam Harris. As we'll see in a little while, you know, as, as, as a prelude, Sam Harris is characterized as Sam Harris neuroscientist. Well, if you're a neuroscientist, that means that you are like a, you know, an avid publisher. That's what a scientist is. So you put his name in there and there's way less than me. Put me up there just because you want to check me. You all should. right, 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 right. All see right, if I'm full back. of crap all or not. Yeah, you check it and you see. All right, let's see. So you just do, you got to go to PubMed. Yep. And you just put my last name first. Well, I put Seaman D. Seaman D. Yeah. Well, then you're gonna get all my papers. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait oh no. Yeah. Okay. No. Wait. It's perfect here. This is really, really good. So you see, just Seaman D is just my first initial, right? Yeah. So there are like 79 papers there. Right. Okay. So, so if I wanted to pad pad my deal, I would just go around saying I'm Dave Seaman, like Sam Harris goes. I'm Sam Harris, as opposed to. I, my, my research name is Samuel B. Harris. He uses Sam Harris. No legit scientist does that. So now put R after the D. All right. 20 results. That's it. Those are all mine. So I'm the only Seaman DR in PubMed. Now, I don't call myself a scientist because I have respect for scientists. And those guys work their asses off in labs and writing grant proposals. And it's a brutal, brutal, tough life. You know, the whole publisher parish deal. Yep. Yeah. And I've written more of those. They're just not all on PubMed. I probably have about 30 or 30 papers total, total written. So now if you, and I, that, uh, I see that link, that Cairo.org link. Can you pull, pull yeah. that up? Because, because Rogan had her on to, to bash Cairo's because he allegedly had a bad time with Cairo. So this is an article that I wrote and it wasn't listed in PubMed. You can see the title of it, Philosophy and Science versus dogmatism in the practice of chiropractic. And that was 1998 when she was probably, I don't know, 10. So oh, she wait, makes look a... at that, Dr. David Seaman. Yeah, yeah. So that's my paper that I wrote from back, uh, back in 1998. So there's been lots of chiropractors who have written about 
uh, up, upping the, the uh, scientific integrity of, of, of DCs. So it would make much more sense for Rogan to have someone on, it doesn't have to be me, of course, but someone who actually would speak to it from a, you know, the Cairo world perspective, rather than some hack who's never published a scientific, I mean, really what she is, is she's a, basically sort of a female Bill Nye. <laughs> well, you well know, think about it. You know, Bill, I mean, Bill Nye is out there promoting, you know, transgender and all is a scientific yeah. fact these days. Yeah, Bill, listen, these are all smart people, but Bill Nye only has a bachelor's degree. So why would you call him the science guy, right? You would never call me the science guy. I mean, I've got a bachelor's degree and a, and a master's degree, but I wouldn't call myself like the psi dude or something like more like, you know, like if, 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 uh, if, if Detremont was a guy, she'd probably, she'd probably call herself the size, the size stud and have not a single publication you know, in existence. So there's a whole much better, there, there's a much better way to critique the problems with Carol. Like what happened with Rogan was he allegedly, because how he described it, he went to a guy many times, he had pain down his arm, like his elbow, and he had classic nerve tension signs, which means that you need to do something to reduce nerve, nerve tension. And he just got manipulated, momentary relief, and then it came back. And therefore, all DCs are full of shit, according to, to right, Rogan. Right. It was interesting. You know, and I've had some, some severe back problems between my T7 and 8, and uh, went to a chiropractor a number of times and got it worked out. But it was a chronic pain because, you know, as you know, I, I spent 15 years puking my guts out. And the nerves between T7 and 8 are connected to the gut. And that's where the chronic pain in my back was. So after, you know, keeping that popped out, you know, regularly and taken care of for several months, the chronic pain finally went away after many years. Yes, yeah, so that's not an uncommon outcome. You get manipulated and you get nice, nicer. I mean, that's why, why there are DCs at the VA. There are DCs to travel around with professional teams because these guys all know. So like, why would Rogan go after Kairos? You guys, like, why would he do that? And then when you look at uh, the Psy non, well, the non-Psy person's article, she hammers three Kairos who are kind of like, I mean, they are definitely make claims that are inappropriate, but two of them are pretty hardcore nutrition salesmen. One of them is, a, is shockingly successful selling supplements. And he also gets into the whole, ancient nutrition paleo thing. And, and a couple of Rogan's good buddies are fake paleo scientists. And you're one of the, you and your friends are the original paleo guys. I'm not at all. Well, no, you're, no, your no. buddy, but yeah, yeah. What was, what was his name? Yeah. Go, go back to PubMed. Cause this is actually what we'll do is we'll show this. Uh, did I just close that? Let me, okay. Wait, yeah, keep no, the I PubMed didn't. thing open. All right, here we go. So PubMed and then what's his name? Cordain, C-O-R-D-A-I-N. And then just L, C O R D A I N. Okay, there we L. go. And uh, we've got sixty-six articles. So now you see Cordain. So so I asked him. I said, I said, dude, how come? I don't know if I said, dude, but dude, how come? Uh, <laughs> he's he's you know he's in the ten signs. I wouldn't call him dude, but between us and and all the other people who might listen, I go, dude, how come you just have L? I mean, he goes, he goes, well, I'm the only L Cordain in PubMed. I'm like, okay. Well, that makes sense. So maybe he doesn't even have a middle initial. It doesn't make any difference for a guy like that because he is findable by Cordain L. So let's do a little bit more fun since, since, since Rogan spends all this time and I forget who it was, but one of your ex-buddies, they're like all over like on it being this thing, you know, the on it 
stuff that that uh, sponsors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ayahuasca retreats and. Yeah, I don't know anything about that, but uh, can you pull up that paper on Alpha Brain, and and uh, show? Where the, is that? That's the that's the article I sent you that I highlighted. So that's part of the nootropic stuff. It's called randomized double blind placebo one. Or? That's it. Pull okay. that up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Here we go. So everyone can see it. And. Here, I'll just cover so, my face while you talk here. Okay, so, so I, I got a what, face perfect for radio anyway. Okay, so let me just kind of blow this up a little bit so I can see it better myself. All right, so so you got to so 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 they have this product that on it developed or they picked it up from some private labeler, and so if you scroll so, so you can see Alpha Brain is what Rogan said to actually the non psi person. Oh yeah, well just just with all blah blah blah, you know, Anna has this double blind thing, statistical significance, blah blah blah. There, there it is. Scroll down a little bit more, and let's look at the um, at the graph a little bit more. And you scroll down, so you can see further, further, further. This one or more? Further down. Yeah, you 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 want to see the graph okay. that they show? Okay, okay, okay. Improvement on. Yeah. Oh, so here we go. Got it. Okay. Let me see. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So so you can see what they did here. So this to me is supremely disingenuous. So you see, uh, so you can see 11 to 13, I think that was word recall. And they said day 15, day five, and you can see on it, the alpha brain is blue, placebo is green. Now to an untrained eye, that looks pretty amazing, but you have to look at the numbers and realize that, well, they forgot zero to 10. So that was out of it. And who knows how high it goes. I've spent a lot of time actually looking for this called the California, I forget what California verbal, something or other, because it's, it's not my domain at all. But it may go as high as 17 or 19 or 20. Let's just call it zero to 20. It could be 19. I, I saw one for 19. So if you drop the blue down to 11, then you see that the, that the on it improved uh, memory recall by, uh, basically 1.7 uh, levels of improvement, 1.7. So if they had it, the whole scale up there showing zero to 20 it would look like nothing at all. Now don't move that, you can see discussion. It yep. says results of the eight week study indicate modest improvement. There it is, to verbal, there you go, modest improvement. Now when scientists say modest, that often means Statistically significant, perhaps, or statistically significant, but not clinically relevant. Now scroll down a little bit further. Scroll down so you can get to the conclusion uh, section. Here. Is this where you have a highlighted here? Yeah, I don't see the highlight. There you go, right there. So look at look at that. While small, <laughs> so what this is is a statistically significant shift based upon whatever criteria they created, but it was small which means it is clinically irrelevant. Absolute BS. This is, just, this is just how scientists can BS people. While small, now, actually, these guys are being honest, but Rogan thinks that this is a great success. You take on it, and I mean, you, you uh, take your alpha brain, and you remember all this stuff, and you can see the, the, the scale difference. It was basically nothing. So, so this is... You know, Joe Rogan trashing chiropractors like, well, you know, we, where do they learn about new, nutrition? Now, I can tell you this much when it comes to all healthcare professionals, whether it be MD, osteopath, nurse, physical therapist, chiropractor, 
uh, acupuncturist, not a single school has a, a course about how to manufacture and design supplements. That is an industry that does not exist in terms of education in the educational world. So it's kind of mind boggling that he goes after DCs when in fact, now you think about an acupuncturist, do you know how long it, is, it takes to get an acupuncture degree? How, much, how long, six months or a year or something like that? About two years. Two years? Yeah. So, so two years in acupuncture school, what do you think you learn there? How to be an acupuncturist, right? You don't learn how to be a nutritionist. And, so, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so the mother of the guy who started on it is an acupuncturist. That's okay, because <laughs> they have no training. But DCs, well, you know, that's terrible because they're just DCs. And, and you've only got 20 articles on PubMed. Right, 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 right. So, you, you know, and they have none. But, you know, you're 20, and then they got... I mean, that, not, that makes you significantly irrelevant because there's like, you know, 100 million articles on PubMed. So, yeah, well, I am irrelevant really in the end. But 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 these people make themselves out like they are just the cutting edge of, you know, the intellectual, you know, whatever. So 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 is let's that, have some that's more. Your, that's your ugly mug on the back, right? That is my ugly mug on the back. Yeah. And behind <laughs> that. Yeah. Behind that is a big is a uh, is a big. Uh, 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 I'll show you another one of, of Rogan's buddy, buddies who he who he promotes big, big, big time. So, so one of his paleo buddies, his name is Rob Wolf. Yeah, just Google in a search, like put down Rob, so R O B B Wolf, at Amazon, and then you'll be able to pull up his Amazon page. And just for kicks, I'm going to show you, you know, how it is. Now, this guy is smart. He claims he claims to be a scientist, but he's not. So you're going to get it right onto his his Amazon page. Yep. No, you want actually, sorry, uh, Rob Wolf, uh, Google search author, Amazon author. That's All what right. you want. Yeah, actually, cl click click by Rob Wolf there. You probably get. Oops. Where is that? You just Google, sorry, Rob Wolf, or just click on his name there by Rob Wolf. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Here we go. So that may take it. Yeah. There you go. And you want to read more about his, uh, his, uh, you know, about Rob, Rob Wolf. And you, and you, and you can see New York times of... bestselling author. That's always right. a red flag, but never Oh mind. yeah. But then look what it says there. So former research biochemist. Now, typically biochemists who are researchers, they have papers published. He doesn't have any. And then you can see, and is regarded as one of the world's leading nutrition experts. Really? Wow. <laughs> So now, wait, 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 wait. So are we going over to PubMed now? No, no, we're sticking there. Ah, I can just tell you. Right. He, well, you see, the thing, if, if you put his name in PubMed, you're going to get 3,700 um, papers if you just put Wolf R. Okay. But you see, once again, once again, uh, if you're to put Wolf R with the middle initial, you would find him. But, but all these guys that I can tell, as far as I can tell, except for a guy like Lauren Cordain, who's the only one, um, they they kind of mask behind a little bit. Now, don't go too far down yet. Go okay. back up a little. All right, all right, all right. I want to show you one more thing here. And you can see where he says, Wolf has functioned as a review editor for the Journal of Nutrition and Metabolism and the Journal of Evolutionary Health. Well, the Journal of, remember I said people who, as far as I can tell, who are, who are not as, as powerfully scientific as they say, 
So the journal of, they, they go to school in foreign countries. Well, the Journal of Nutrition and Metabolism is out of England, London. So, so I, I, was, I, was, I was working on this piece for a paleo kind of history review. And so I said, well, let me see if he actually was a review editor. So I emailed the journal and they emailed me back saying that they never heard of him. <laughs> and then you got to pull it back up again, um, just because I want to, I want to, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just too much, man. Now, the thing is though, tell me these, all these guys who Rogan have, has on, they've helped people because, you know, where they told, you know, eat, eat more healthy, right? I mean, eat less crap, eat less sugar, flour, and all that business, need more vegetation, you know, don't run away from animal fats. I mean, those are all, that's all good, good advice, but but I mean that anyone can say that, and right. you don't want to. Say I've been saying on that on the show for how long? Nine, ten years now. Yeah. So does that make I, you got, a leading? I've got you know thousands. I've had thousands of emails from the audience telling me thank you for saving their lives. I've had people send me pictures that they lost, you know, two hundred, right. three hundred, four hundred pounds, etc. Jan Irvin, one of the leading nutritional researchers in the world. Pull that back up. All right. So here's how you can really kind of tell that. People who say they're scientists when they're not. If you look at the next article journal that he is, he was an editor for the journal. Specialty health. Uh, no, the journal of evolutionary oh, okay. health. There we now, go. Now in that, and I just so no, no, go back up. Journal of evolutionary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just okay, there's yeah. a delay there. Okay, yeah. So so just so just highlight journal of evolutionary health and then copy it. All right. And, and then put it in PubMed. No, no, you want to just go right to the to the Google search field, but you got to get I, help. You, you don't mind that if I use uh, DuckDuckGo, right? Dude, definitely, definitely watch out for you know for those who are watching you. DuckDuckGo, perfect. That's fine. <laughs> All right, here we go. So, so when you look at this, remember he said that he was an editor for the Journal of Evolutionary Health, and there's no such journal. Here's a Jevo Health journal right here. Right. That, but see, that is Journal of Evolution and health oh it's not the journal of evolutionary health uh, i stand corrected you are right well there's the journal of ancestral health isn't that close enough well that's not what he says that he was <laughs> an editor of so it's not relevant so you so so here's how i kind of like figure out if someone is legit or not is i just look at what they say i go check it out and you see again that's not to detract again like all the people that you helped and he and he has helped but He's not a scientist, and he and, and, and he characterizes himself as a scientist. And another one of uh, of, of Rogan's buddies who he who he promotes, his name is Chris Cresser. So go to PubMed real real quick and put in K R E S S E R C. K R E S S E R C. E R C. Yeah. Here, let's. Uh, here, I don't. You know, just so the audience can see that we're clicking the search button here. Here we go. There you go. All right. Here we go. We got it. Okay. So uh, now you see what they did there. This says showing results for Kemser C. Right. Search so so it's Kremser, not Cresser. So so click on Cresser C. You see you slide over there. Yep. Got it. Yeah. And we'll see what's there. Let's see who that is now. So you can see. So is this Rogan's friend or not? Now that's Kremser again. Oh. Okay. Yeah. We're actually okay. We're fine there. So, so here's how you find out if someone's a BSer or not. Now, I'm not uh, saying, this like, is Cresser CT. Right, exactly. So now cl click on author information. All right. Harbor UCLA Medical Center, Torrance. Yeah, that's not him. <laughs> See, he's, a, he's, he's an acupuncture. He's not, he's, he's not a pathologist. So, 
So Rogan's two primary paleo guys, and the reason why I have issues with those guys is because they basically, you know, Cordain came up with it, and then they have sort of kind of, well, they've sidetracked it in terms of research compared to what it actually is. I mean, paleo is about looking at what people ate based upon their geographic location. It's not about counting macronutrients or anything else like that. So you can see pretty clearly that Rogan's scientific friends or those who claim to be scientists and experts actually have no scientific cred. Now, now like all. Tyson, if you look him up, he's uh, an actor on IMDb. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to him, too. But this okay, is, okay, okay, okay. Do, I, I, I don't want to give too much away yet. You'll be able to play those pieces, right? Because they're really hilarious. Yeah, well, you know, that's the thing is, you know, Rogan's had my channel. Do we risk it? I mean, you know. Oh, what? listen, I don't listen. Don't, don't, don't risk anything if it's gonna, if it's gonna be an issue. I just but, can't believe you know. Out. We've got the Rogan and Shermer uh, thing in the next uh, link here for the show notes. You wanna? I'll at least well, pull it up. You know, so yeah, people you can, can see what it. it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, um, here, so, let's see. You know, uh, so flat earthers, but you know, tell us uh, what the story is here, and then uh, people can check that link out. And I think if that is want. linked down in the uh, that is linked down on our show notes for tonight. But go ahead and talk about that. So, so I forget when I heard about this whole flat Earth thing, and it was kind of like what, you know, <laughs> you know, and and so you know, I'm like, well, you know, well, you know, who knows if everything? I mean, I mean, lots of stuff is BS. I mean, I don't know. I've never seen it, so you know, what do I know? And so. And so, you know, you, you got to go to like, well, like what do actual scientists say? And so, you know, Rogan has on his physicist guys and his science guys. And, you know, and Shermer became the skeptic guy because, I mean, he spent the time, like, I think he, 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 he went after UFOs, Bigfoot, and paranormal activity. Right. Which is all like, you know, I've exposed that the CIA was doing the whole UFO thing out of, uh, you know, like they did the... Betty and Barney Hill thing out of um, out of New out of the White Mountains in New Hampshire, you know. And I've been I didn't know that. I, I've been to that location a couple few times, but that's all, you know, like CBS TV, and they're all there. They're prepping the whole thing. But if you read my article, "Spies in Academic Clothing," I do a whole expose on that thing. So, so if you if you if 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 your people listen to that like first two minutes, is all they got to listen to the first two minutes, and and so. You know, Rogan talks about, you know, these flat earthers, they don't believe this, they don't believe that. And so, and so Shermer's answer that proves like, well, we've known for years and years, he said, Columbus proved the earth is a globe. I'm like, really? How is that your proof? How is Columbus sailing from Europe to the Americas proof that the earth is a ball? All it proves is that there's an Atlantic Ocean that you can go across. <laughs> well, you know, and you had mentioned in an email to me, what did, what did you say that I had said before? I forget. I don't know. We've got a lot of emails. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> but, you, you know, like, well, you had said that, you know, that I had decided not to do a show on it because. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, because there's no way to. I, I don't have a rocket ship to prove it, number one. Number right. two. You know, it's it's there's so much research out there to go through. And then what people will say is, well, you're a shill if you don't cover flat earth. No, it's just I am trying to cover all of the other cover ups out there. And there's, you know, you know, a thousand other channels on YouTube covering flat earth. And it would take an exorbitant amount of time for me to just to focus on this one subject. My expertise 
is social man- manipulation, social control, MK Ultra. You know, as, as you full well know. Right. So, so when I look at this, and I think to myself, well, so here's Rogan, who, who, who just, I mean, I watched <laughs> one of his one of his podcasts when Eddie Eddie Bravo, Eddie, Eddie Bravo went full flat Earth. He actually said, I think he said he, that Bravo said that he went on Alex Jones and went and went, and went full flat Earth on him. And and three of the guys on who, who was like, I, I know Eddie, by the way, he's a good guy. He seems like a really good guy. And so so it was him like basically being attacked by Rogan and two other guys. Always. Eddie's Eddie's like their whipping boy. I don't know why yeah. he puts up with it other than, you know, you know, money, but you know, it's like wow. Well, so so you think, okay, well, what's the proof that uh, that the earth is absolutely a spinning ball? And so, so according to Shermer, it's because Columbus proved it when he sailed to America. Well, well and he also gives a couple of examples, but, you know, he says, you know, satellites take, you know, photos of the earth. And, you know, he had a few other examples in there, I think. Right. But, but to actually say that Columbus proved it, right, to say that Columbus proved it is not true at all. That is, that is a fifth grade. Because remember, we said, well, how can... How can Columbus sail to India or China to get, you know, to get the silk and whatever else, the goods, uh, if the earth is flat, you'll fall off. And so he sails to America, didn't fall off. They sail from, you know, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the west coast of America eventually over to Asia and no one fell off. And therefore that proves that the earth is a spinning ball. It just proves that that you can sail there it doesn't prove that the earth is round. And I'm not saying that the earth is flat or round. I'm just, I'm observing what this, this well-known skeptic guy uses as evidence for that these poor flat earthers are so naive and looking for attention. And he defaults to a fifth grade example of Columbus sailing across the ocean blue, which is, requires I mean, how much intellectual dark webbiness does it does it take to say, well, Columbus proved it? I mean, it's just mind-boggling. So, so you see, Rogan's guests are making me think that maybe the Earth is flat. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's like that that guy that Rogan had on that one time. We did a full expose of this uh, to prove that those of us who claim that dinosaurs are a complete farce are. Are, are totally full of BS, you know, and then he, he cites this, uh, this location out near Bakersfield, California, where it has fossilized sharks and other animals, not dinosaurs, you know, it's like, you know, this guy is just going ape, you know what, because, uh, you know, people were challenging him, but we did a, a show exposing the, the dinosaur fraud a year or two ago. I mean, it's like, you know, there's cartoons and you get toys as a kid and then you have this whole fake, you know, nobody's ever seen the, these dinosaur bones. They're all plaster casts. You know, when you go to the museums, these huge displays, they're all pa- plaster casts. So, uh, you know, people actually think that this is a, you know, a real, a real thing. And uh, let's yeah, see. So I don't know. I don't know if they're dinosaurs or not, but the fact that they just have plaster casts makes me question it. You know, and so then Rogan it's, has on yeah, the, the episode is called uh, The Great Big Dinosaur Hoax. 
your YouTube channel is going to get shut down, man. You're like getting dude. I, you know, and speaking, of, I'm glad you brought that up because, ladies and gentlemen, I was defunded a few, demonetized a few weeks ago. So I just Please put uh, the donation links up in the chat, and I appreciate those of you who sent uh, donations through PayPal last week. Greatly appreciated. I'll post those again right now. But uh, you know, they don't like uh, conservative, much less Christian shows on. Uh, YouTube anymore. They, you know, YouTube, Google, CIA absolutely hates free speech. You know, of course, uh, Google owns YouTube. The CIA, oh, all right, the CIA owns uh, Google. So they don't, you know, they don't, they want to promote Islam and Sharia law. They don't want to promote freedom of speech. Well, I don't know about that, but here's what I would recommend. I, I do, unfortunately. Okay. You see, I, I don't know. Like, I, I that, that's, that's not my domain, but here's what I would say. Regarding uh, the Shermer explanation, and we'll look at Lawrence Krauss now. Uh, if, if if they're running the show, you guys have to get better stories, better stories about how this whole thing works. So, well, no, so well, see, here's the thing: is you know, for every million or two million views that that they get on you know Rogan's channel, like maybe five or ten will actually try to fact check their stuff. You know. Yeah. So they go by sheer numbers. You know, they're not afraid of, you know, my show has been pushed out for, uh, you know, for not uh, going with the official line. So, you know, here we go. So people can check this out. But uh, why flat earthers exist? You know, and of course, it's one big ad, uh, ad hominem attack and whatnot. But uh, anyway, Let's see how far in you got to go with this. Oh, yeah. You got to start at, at, at 420 on this one. 420 that's not yes. a that's not a reference folks so no that's four minutes and 20 seconds yeah, in on yeah. this and here so so basically they're kind of going after it you know they're, they're going after these flat earther people and 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 they say that uh rogan says well you know the flat earthers also don't believe in gravity and so kraus gets like oh well if you don't believe in gravity i'm like waiting for a good you know scientific answer right well here is how you know that it's true blah, blah, blah. He goes, well, if they don't believe in it, go to the 13th floor of a hotel and jump out the window. <laughs> and it's pressure, you know, it's like, okay, so, you know, why do things, you know, we'll go ahead. You say it. Well, it's just, well, it's, it's, if, if, if you look at a rock, like, so you take a rock and you put it in water and it sinks to the bottom of a pool. It's more you know, dense. It's more dense, right? No one says, man, look at that gravity. Pull that rock down to the bottom of the pool. They say, well, it's because it's because because a rock is more dense. If you take a if you take a muscle. Hey, do, you, do you think air is less dense than water in the rock, do you suppose? There you go. Wow. That's a, yeah. So so we know that air is less dense than water. And if and if rocks sink because of Hey, wait, dense, wait, 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 wait. Why does oil and water they don't mix? Is this are we no. I actually don't know that. It's a, it's a, <laughs> because it's a, it's a buoyancy thing, right? Yeah, well, different densities and, yeah. and pressures. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, uh, I don't know. I, mean, I just, this isn't my thing, right? So I really can't talk about this. I'm using basically seventh grade uh, logic, st stuff I learned when I was like getting my. Right. Well, you know, it's yeah. like these people that think that carbon is polluting the, you know, uh, CO2 is polluting the planet. And then you read these studies. Uh, there was one that came out, what, last week, if I can find it. Uh, uh, deserts are greening because of CO2 levels. <laughs> <It's> oh, wow. <laughs> so you have to really I think, like, it. how is it possible 
or yeah, and yeah, I don't, yeah. Here it is. Here, let's see if we can. Yeah. Here we go. Desert screening from rising CO2 levels. Oops. So, uh, I mean, you know, as every pot grower knows, <laughs> you put CO2 in the ground room, the plants grow more, you know, and then, and then what happens? And then they, you know, so, so plants consume CO2 and they give off, um, what is that stuff called again? Oxygen. Yeah. Oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, you know, like when, when you're asking these questions about, about oil, I mean, I haven't, I haven't thought about that in years. I learned about it, but this is not my domain. Right. So, so if it's, so if an area is not your domain, like certainly physics is not my domain, as, as astronomy is not my domain. Uh, and all this stuff is not my domain. But when I listen to their answers, like Columbus sailed the ocean blue, therefore he proved the earth wasn't flat. Well, I know that's not accurate and not even remotely true. And if, and, if, and if Krauss says, well, gravity is true because if you jump out the window from a 13th floor, you die, and therefore you prove gravity. All you do is prove that your thick body is more dense than the thin air. And if you're a muscle, if you're a muscly guy like Rogan is, and you get yourself into a cannonball, Rogan's going to sink. <laughs> right? Yeah. If, 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 if Rogan takes one of his obese comedy buddies and they go into a cannonball in the pool, they're, they're not going to hey, sink. Don't pick on Joey. No, but I'm just saying though that he's the guy who picks on everybody. <laughs> I've met Joey. No, I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, well, here's the thing. This would be a recommendation to uh, to uh, to Joe Rogan. If you question everything, well, why won't you question that? That is fifth grade, seventh grade science stuff: buoyancy, density, and and uh, hey, and good old... you know, Ian says man bear pig is real. Man bear pig. It's a South Park reference. Never mind. Oh, oh, oh. It's yeah. it's like you know bogus science reference, and the kids get everybody chasing after man bear pig. Yeah, yeah. I, I that that's I, I, I don't know about that, but I mean, so right there you can see. So far, we've had no scientific explanation for uh, the Earth being around for sure. If you if you, if you automatically invoke Columbus, and if you automatically say jump out the window, I mean that's not what a scientist. If you were to say to me. Hey, Dave, how does eating too much sugar and flour and donuts, that kind of stuff, oils, create inflammation? I'll say, well, do you mean in the moment or do you mean long term? I say, well, in the moment. Well, you go, go eat six donuts. That'll be about 1,000 or 1,200 calories. And then one hour later, you'll be able to measure with the blood test increased inflammatory markers. So and I can show you papers. That, and that, so, so that's how you would answer the question. You wouldn't say, I don't know, go stick your head underneath a snooker machine, just slurp it down until you die. And that's kind of what they just said there about sale, you know, just Columbus did it. And it gets even better for uh, good old Neil deGrasse Tyson with uh -oh. his. Yeah, that's just amazing. When I heard this, I'm like, what? All right. You know, and it, uh, so this is the moon landing one. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm reluctant to show this. Sorry, we're getting a commercial here for uh, Rogan's thing. But. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah. You know. It's very short, and it's only like it's a few minutes. It's like within the first two minutes, I think he talks about it, and he says, I, "I'm reluctant know, to show it because of past issues with Rogan again." So I, I apologize, folks. You know, I put the links in the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get rid of it. Yeah. So there we go. So, so, so if you, uh, it's it's like the first two minutes in there, and uh, he's 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 going like his backpedaling because Rogan was like hardcore moon landing is a hoax right well you know here's the funny thing is rogan actually sent me a two vh set uh vhs 
cassette tape set of the moon landing being a total hoax back in like 2004 or so 2000 yeah probably about 2004 when we were friends you know he's like hey check this out you know because we used to talk all the time and talk about different conspiracies and cover-ups and stuff you know and now you know you know terrence mckenna and the stoned ape theory and promoting psychedelics that's not conspiracy but you know you know getting to the moon with a you know a computer that was the you know had the strength of a pocket calculator today and and not being able to rep uh, re replicate the uh the uh con Cordances or whatever to get back to the moon today with all of the computing power we have that isn't anything to to question much less the van allen radiation belt and what else but i have a lot of questions about that myself you know yeah, and, so, and, and so, then it's like all of the film footage that we've seen is like shown from a tv screen they're filming a tv screen showing all of this stuff they're not showing us actual film footage you know, and they, you know, the, the cameras were plenty advanced back then that they had for that. So why aren't we seeing all of the original film footage? So, so that's a lot of stuff like that, that would argue against it. I am more interested in the arguments for it because, because see that exposes the level like again, what is the argument? Well, that they, because the only the onus of proof is on them, and when you look at their their evidence, it starts to crumble. Is that what you're arguing? No, no. I'm just saying though that you know I showed you what what, what we talked before about Shermer with Columbus, and then Krauss with jump out the window. I mean, right? Columbus jump out the window, and what does uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson say? Because well, well, Joe, this is very simple. Now I think he's like, he was born in '58. I was born in '60, so he's only a couple of years older than I am. So. So he goes, he goes, well, this is really simple. He goes, he goes, he goes, he goes all you need to do to figure out that they went there is, uh, is, is you just look at the amount of fuel that was in the Saturn V. And then, you know, I mean, the Saturn V rocket was filled with fuel, so much fuel, it had to go to the moon. It wasn't, it wasn't going to go to the Piggly Wiggly. I'm like, really? That's your answer? Shermer's answer is Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Krauss's answer is jump out the window. And the actor, Neil deGrasse Tyson, says, well, you know, we the, the 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 rocket had a lot of fuel and that wasn't to go to piggly wiggly i mean how is this proof from these scientists who are revered out there it's just well and he should be able to say and you know so it takes this much fuel for this many miles the moon is this far away we can calculate it that it was at this exact distance at this particular time plus you know the amount of fuel to get back from the moon would be another issue right and, uh, you know, and then so this is the exact amount. Here's the NASA charts of the amount of fuel that they used to get to the moon. So we can prove that this was the amount that the uh, Saturn uh, rocket carried, et cetera. And, and, you know, we're not hearing that kind of answer. We're, we're hearing an answer of, you know, that it's a grocery not, store. Yeah, grocery that it's about store. a grocery store. <laughs> yeah. So 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 I could just simply go, well, your answer is Columbus sailed the ocean blue, jump out the window in the Piggly Wiggly. Right. So 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 to me, their their answers suggest to me that, uh, well, maybe uh, Eddie Bravo's right. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, those you are, know, I've I've probably suggested that myself to Eddie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like I, mean, I don't know. I mean, like, listen, I have no idea. Right. Because when you said about oil and water, I'm like, I forget. I don't I don't know. So, so, so I'm, I, I mean, I am a complete, like, I mean, I, I know virtually nothing, but I do know a BS answer when I hear one. 
Right, and exactly. Those three are complete BS answers. And thank you for whomever that. just sent the uh, donation. Much appreciated. Very, very nice to do that. So, so this is an interesting one. This is going to like bug probably, well, if, the, if, you know, if, if, if his fans watch this, because he goes all around the world, I guess, Sam Harris. Okay, so we're pulling up the first one, samharris.org. Yeah, pull up that. And you can look at his uh, publications and lectures. Uh-oh. You know, and I was just showing uh, Neil deGrasse's, uh, you know, actor's page on the... Yeah, this is Sam Harris. So, now again, it's really interesting. These guys, I... They're very smart guys. I mean, they're smart guys. But their answers are not deeply intellectual the way you would think based upon the, you know, that. So wait, so what I'm seeing here, and you kind of mentioned this is that his evidence of his publications are actually the lectures that he's given, not the. Yeah. You can see publications and lectures. Now I can tell you the way, the way, remember he characterized himself as actually, I think even the New York times piece on the, on the dark web, it says neuroscientist, Sam Harris. Well, I know lots of PhDs. Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. Can I go into PubMed and publish and put that in? Yeah, please. <laughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna say, wait, 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 wait. No. All right. So let's see here. Yeah, this is how you test to see if he's a real scientist or not. And what kind of scientist does he claim to be? Well, he's well, he got a PhD in neuroscience. Okay. And so we got Harris S. There's three thousand eight hundred and seventy seven. Right. So how do you parse through that one? All right. What's his that, middle name? Well, he doesn't use his middle name, which is convenient, right? Right. <laughs> so uh, I sent well, you the Well, it's link. not double chain initiate and non-ribosomal uh, peptide. Uh, oh, no. No, no, no. He has four papers published. I mean, I have more. I'm more of a neuroscientist than him in terms of publication. All right. Well, maybe- so, so what's the next breakdown? So uh, I sent you the link for his actual page so you can actually see it where he has oh, yeah, four. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you got to pull that because I forget how I got there. It took me a few minutes, but I, but I can't re- reproduce it live. All right. So here we go. Neural correlates of maintaining one's political beliefs. So those first four are his only papers. Okay. So he has four total papers published in PubMed. Now, you also have to look at this. So you can see functional neuro oh, so top there neural correlates. So I don't, I, I didn't read it, so I don't really know the correlates. But you see functional neuroimaging, uh, and then you can see some more MRI stuff. So he's done some functional MRI stuff, and that may be it too. So 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 he doesn't actually do experiments. I mean, this is not like where we're going to test this out. You're going to in 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 terms of well, let's do uh, take ginger and see if that changes brain chemistry. And they do all this deep, deep, crazy testing. I mean, it's, it's legit neuroscience, obviously. But if you're a neuroscientist, your world is about publishing scientific articles and, scientific, and, and your scientific... So he, posted, uh, he published one in, uh, where was that, 2010, 2008, 2009, and then 2016. Yeah. So, so I have a better publishing record than that guy. And I'm not a scientist and he's smarter than I am for sure. But, but, and that's why people can be tricked about like how, cause you'll see these guys talk. They're so eloquent and they, you know, they, they, they carry on. So his name is Samuel Benjamin Harris. Right. 
And so if you were a legit scientist putting your name in there, you'd want to differentiate yourself. So would you, you would put Harris S. B. It would be Samuel B. Harris. He goes by Sam Harris. Now, the only legit scientist that I know who only goes, I mean, I only know one guy is Lauren Cordain because he's the only L. Cordain there is. So you got four by Sam Harris, and then you have 3,700 by other S. Harris's, whoever they happen to be. So, you know, and so, so, so I look at him and I think to myself, well, very, very smart guy, obviously. Um, how did he get a book deal with a bachelor's degree in philosophy from UCLA? You think that like big publishers in New York and LA or wherever, I'm pretty sure it's mostly New York, a book publisher going, hey, listen, where can we find philosophy majors uh, at UCLA to write our next book? I mean, you have to get, you have to have some you, secret uh, mojo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, what would you do? You go to the set of the Golden Girls? You go to the link I sent you that was... Uh, yeah, you could go to Gold, Golden Girls. Yeah, just Google that. Oh, okay, just, okay, okay. So yeah. we're going to go to the set of the Golden Girls. Yeah, the Wikipedia page for Golden Girls. Here we go. The Golden Girls. Remember that, folks? The Golden Girls? There. Yeah, so you got to go back to the top and read it. All right, all right, all right. I'll go back. All right. Because okay. that tells a story. Okay, go ahead. Susan Harris. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So here we go. Susan Harris, American television comedy writer and producer. Huh. That's his mother. Oops. Okay. So, so now, I mean, it's, it's, listen, if my, if that was my mother, you know, it'd be awesome if she could get me a book deal. Right. Yeah. So, sure. So, but that's ultimately, I think how people who are bachelor's degrees in psych in uh, philosophy or whoever, I mean, there's no way that Ben Shapiro is just going to like somehow out of the blue be this massive book writer while he's in college and get book deals unless he knows somebody. Right. So now, again, these are all smart, smart guys, but it's not like this organic manifestation of this neuroscientist that's been pursuing whatever. His mother was, you know, one of the most famous or a, a, a famous uh, uh, comedy show. I mean, she developed the Golden Girls. So odds favor the fact that she got his book deal and he's a smart guy. So he said, well, you know, to be more legit, I should probably go get a PhD. Now, you know, getting PhDs and bachelor's degrees costs money. <laughs> so, you know, all these people who are running around worried about all these people with privilege, I mean, he's a pretty privileged guy. He never sits there and talks about his great privilege, right? But they talk about Yeah, well, you know, what about like um, Jordan Peterson, you know, and taking over Tim Leary's position at Harvard promoting drugs? Huh. Well, the thing about Jordan Peterson, though, is that Jordan Peterson is the only legit scientist in that bunch. And so that's where people who criticize him need to be careful because- Well, I I, I've actually done the, the research on the whole background of MKUltra and his drug promotion and stuff. And I know that he's been handed my papers at least twice, you know, like literally handed. You know, one of them, they actually got them handing him my papers on film and sent me the video of him accepting my papers. So I know he's got this. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One guy went up and gave him a gift where he, and it was videotaped. Yeah. yeah one was that. Vox Day's book, but yeah, then several of them were my articles and, and whatnot. Yeah. You know. Well, well, I'll say that, but, but we'll, and we can go to uh, Jordan next, but he, uh, he's the only legitimate uh, scientist ultimately. 
uh, in that bunch. I mean, he you wanna, actually. You want to go to Ben Stein here? Yeah, pull up Ben Stein. That's hilarious. All right. Can you can you play that one or, or or can you not? All right. Well, let's see here. Listen, don't play it if it puts you at you know, risk. And of course, why am I talking to you anyway? I'm putting me at risk. Right? What, the, what the hell am I, I thinking? Don't, I don't have the uh, the audience isn't going to be able to hear that. I okay. Don't well, then, it. yeah, don't worry let about me, it. But, let me but, see if I can. Let me see if. No, they're not going to be able okay, to hear don't it. Don't worry so. about it. All right. But what happens here is that is that Ben Stein's a very very smart guy. And he's very cool, calm, and collected. And he basically starts talking about now. This is stuff that, like, like I'm looking at this as a as a non-believer, just observer, looking for who has the best answer. I mean, that's the way the way I'm I'm looking at this. So you ask a question. It's like, well, is the Earth round? Okay, uh, Shermer. Yes, it is because Columbus sailed to America. Well, that's not an answer. So, <laughs> so that doesn't mean and, that the and Earth. And Ben Stein flat. says. Bueller, oh, wait, Bueller, you know. Yeah, Bueller, right. But that doesn't mean the Earth is flat. That doesn't, but 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 it certainly doesn't prove that the Earth is round. Is 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 my point. So that right there with Dawkins, where Dawkins is like, I mean, he is like, he seem he seems to be deeply hateful about religious people and religion in general. Like 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 one of his books where he goes after religion was brutal. Anyway, uh, in that particular two minute piece that your people should listen to. He basically talks about some entity could have created Earth, but they weren't from Earth, like a supreme being that was just evolved someplace after the Big Bang or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's so like, that's what, uh, God? <laughs> so, so that was... God cannibalism. <laughs> yeah, so that was like an amazing thing to watch. And... Ben Stein really just is very, very funny. He goes, he goes, uh, I forget the exact quote, but Ben Stein goes, well, it seems like Dawkins isn't really opposed to intelligent design. He just is picky about who the designer is. <laughs> I paraphrase that and it's not what he said, but it's something like that. So again, like, you know, is, is you, you ask these guys questions, then you get the right, at, at the right moment and they demonstrate that their answers are just not very sophisticated. Now the real sophisticated guy in that bunch is Jordan Peterson. All right. And, and um, if you put if you put P his name now, he's a scientist, right? He put it. Go to PubMed and put in Peterson J. All right. Let's find out if he's so a Peterson, real scientist. Here we go. All right. Peters Peterson J. Yep, we got some there. So you got 3,000 papers. Now, right. So now, because Jordan Peterson is a real scientist, you just go backspace and put B after the J. Because he's Jordan B. Peterson. All right, there we go. 87 papers. Yeah, not, not all are his. You can actually see, once I see it, you'll see um, uh, what would be not. If I can, uh, there's, okay, so number two. So you can see right there. So look at number one, an orderly person. This looks like his with political conservatism. Yeah, hang on, I gotta get my power here. One second, sorry. Yeah, so 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 number one is his. And you can see this was published in June, just like last month. Right. But then you look down below and you see bilateral tibial tubercle evulsion right. fractures. That's not him. Right. So there's more than one Peterson JB. But the point though is that Jordan Peterson is still uh, publishing, having his, 
still publishing. So, so while you can criticize him for being, you know, the, the Harvard guy after Larry, uh, he is still the only legitimate scientist in that bunch. So where he falls apart in my view uh, is, and, and he demonstrates it by saying, I think foolish things about uh, social stuff, politics, and the economy. So one of the things that he says is that the world's getting richer, right? The world's getting richer. So when you pull up that CNBC. Hold on a uh, second. I was just showing uh, the database oh. on screen. So McGill University, he also worked for the United Nations. Right. And, uh, you know, so he's, uh, as far as I remember, he's a bit of a Marxist, if I recall. But he admits that he was influenced by uh, Aldous Huxley, whom, of course, was the CIA's key guy behind the uh, MK Ultra program. And he admits that he was influenced by George Orwell or Eric Blair, whom, of course, was Aldous Huxley's student and uh, Fabian uh, Society member, just like uh, Huxley was. And, uh, yeah, so he's a Marxist, all of this stuff. But, uh, yeah, so there he is. Uh, and then, you know, promotes white privilege while he makes, what does he make, like 8 million bucks a year or something like that? I don't know, but he's doing pretty darn well. Which I don't begrudge anyone for doing well. Right. I'm not. I'm not giving him a hard time for that. But it's like yeah. if you're gonna, you know, promote the white privilege BS. You know, it's like. Um, well, he what, argues against. What was? What is that? The KY theory or whatever. That's a whole other discussion, though. Well, but. but but if you look at him, though, let's just say for so. So how did he get that position at at Harvard? Well, first of all, the dude when he was getting his PhD degree, he wrote a bunch of papers. You know how many people actually write articles when they're when they're getting their degree? Very, very, very few. So he is actually a legit scientist, as 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 far as I as, as far as I can tell. But where he falls off the rails, I think, is when he starts talking about politics, social stuff, and 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 economics. Oh, and by the way, it was uh, Dashing Rogue who got the uh, put my stuff in in Jordan Peterson's hands and ah. videoed it. So thank you, Dashing Rogue. I appreciate that. Sorry, so go up, ahead. So pull up how financially well the world's doing. <laughs> Meanwhile, California, where the liberals run everything, is the has the lowest standard of living in the United States, even though the Bay Area has the most wealth. How about that? Yeah, it's amazing. So I, so so you see, I don't know. So there you go. So um, is that the one I sent you? Yeah. Okay. Want- so. So, so anyway, so so eighty percent of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. How is that? How how is that? See, that goes against his narrative of wealth improvement. Now, maybe parts third world nations are doing better. Right, but right, right. Other- but if you go back to leave it to Beaver days when only one parent was working and stuff, you know. Right, it's very very different. So, and then you look at baby boomers. Pull up that Investopedia thing I sent you. Thirty percent of baby boomers, fifty five and older have no retirement savings. So I am like the youngest of the boomers. So people who are like 58, 59, 60. So you can see 64, I was born in 60. So I'm like one of the youngest of of the boomers. But yeah, 30% uh, have no retirement. It's terrible. And then you can see, uh, what was the other one that they have in there? 26%, an additional 26% have less than 50,000 saved for retirement is also in there. So, so clearly this narrative about how great things are doing, to me what it looks like with these guys is that they are trying to keep the status quo 
going and keep like the natives from getting excessively restless. Like, let's just say that save for Ben Shapiro, who I think is a left winger anyway, because of, of if you look at if you look at political spectrum in terms of power rather than I believe, you know, in God, I'm a, so therefore I'm conservative versus not. I mean, that's just foolishness. So I think that all these guys are basically lefties. And what they see is this, like you you look at this, this, this fanatical, it appears, of the the left, the so-called, if 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 you want to live in their Truman show world, right, where everything is painted as left, right, not biblical that you would talk about. Well, all those guys are lefties. And and they're like moderate, normal lefties, basically, polite, nice guys. And you have the radical, crazy people who are like threatening to like what what Madonna threatened to burn down the White House. I mean, guys like Joe Rogan wouldn't say stuff like that. So it looks to me like these guys are trying to, tr to try to help these crazy lefties who are stuck in the Truman Show to be normal lefties. And they're trying to keep the righties from getting really mad at the lefties and create a civil war. So right, I think that- Because the lefties guys, want to murder babies and whatnot, so. Well, yeah, it's just that I think that these guys are kind of like coming in like Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse to be the cooler. <laughs> you ever watch Roadhouse? Yeah, years ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, yeah. and he ended up dying of cancer, poor guy, you know. Poor guy, yeah, I think it was pancreatic cancer. You go fast when you get that one, it's terrible. So there's another one that says that, uh, another CBS News, it says that just 57% of Americans don't have 500 bucks saved up for an unexpected emergency. And I that's mean, 2017, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, when you look at what he says, it's like everything's great. Everything's great and getting better. Well, According to standard mainstream news, it's not even you know remotely accurate. Right. So I think he's really off there, and he's off when it comes to like characterizing. You know, he's always about like we know when the right goes. You know, living in his Truman Show world, we know when the right goes too far. We don't know what happens when the left goes too far. Oh, really? sure we do. Yeah, I mean, uh, we but have the Soviet Union, China, right. Laos, right. Vietnam, yeah. Chile, Peru, Cuba, uh, Venezuela, right. you know, Brazil. Right. <laughs> so, but, but, but to reduce uh, world politics, social stuff down to, we know when the right goes too far, they start to like nationalize feel disgust because if you, one of Gordon Jordan Pierce's most recent paper is disgust and so and he's and he supposedly studies totalitarianism right and he knows all and he actually knows a lot about like the whole kulak thing in uh, in communist russia with uh with uh with uh, uh, uh stalin i mean stalin was called you know uncle joe right by by these guys so so one of the things that uh so if you if you if you google Anthony Sutton, or we gotta stop Anthony. using that word. It's like Kleenex or Xerox, you know. Sorry, man. Duck, duck, go. Yeah, we got a duck, duck, go. What? Duck, duck, go. Uh, well, that link I sent you on uh, Anthony Sutton. Uh, I don't see Anthony Sutton here. In the, so I see Prager yes. in the next one. No, so so uh, so. Oh yeah, Prager. But then uh, I don't have any link there. He's just talking. Oh yeah, in in this Prager talk he did recently. So. Yes, you just hold first. 
for a second. And so he, was okay, Pr and that he was uh, he was SRI, but yeah, go ahead. So, so, so he's talking about Prager. Yeah, they're yeah they're sudden. So, so, so he's talking about uh, with Prager about how it's a miracle that we can all sit in this audience and not be at each other's throats. I'm like, really? That doesn't even remotely characterize. Remember when we went over? I think it was the neuroanatomy, right? But that was the first one, I guess, right? And there's a built-in system in our brains to be empathetic. So if you unless see someone Unless you're a else, psychopath, right. Right, unless you're a psychopath. So there's a good reason why people can sit there and get along fine without at each other's throat. So he's wrong there. And he's a psychologist. He should know that. And so, you know, I think about like the biggest, I've been up in Ohio, either at the weekend, I think the weekend of Ohio State, Michigan, where these people are like, I mean, they're maniacs. These people are decked out in red and white like no one. I mean, the Ohio State fans, they are intense. Yeah. And, and the Ohio State fans, if they're hardcore, they always wear their Ohio State stuff, right? So you're in a football stadium with like, what, 80,000 maniacs screeching for their team. And after the thing is over, are, do we ever hear about riots? No. Well, what about when the stadium fell down in England? I mean, they can't sit peacefully. Well, that's different, though, obviously, right? That's, those yeah. are the British, though. Yeah, yeah. So, so the idea that he would say that's a miracle that we can sit, sit here and not be at each other's throat, which is complete nonsense, it's not a miracle. There's neurophysiologic reason, neuroanatomical reason, why we naturally don't want to be at each other's throats, because basically, you know, in the end, it's almost like that don't tread on me of flag. Hey, you leave me alone. I'll leave you alone. I no just, problem. I just found the link that you wanted. So yeah, uh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. So here is, um, a little bit more detail than just, uh, for no reason, Hitler decided to do what he did. So here's wall street and the rise, the rise of Hitler. Now slide down a little bit. Okay. And look at what else wall street was behind according to Sutton, the Bolshevik revolution, the Bolshevik revolution. Right that then led to the decimation of all those Ukrainians with the whole famine, right? right. So why doesn't, why doesn't he talk about that? Because it, it, when you look at the Bolshevik revolution is where it all started ultimately, because that was, that was at, well, actually it was World War I and the Bolshevik revolution completely changed Europe. And you see Wall Street allegedly, now Sutton is not just some guy who is in his garage uh, doing like research at the local library. This guy was is a PhD in history, and he spent his career at Stanford, Stanford. and right. Hoover Institute. Yada yada right. yada. Yeah, yeah so. exactly. Yeah, there you go. So, so this guy is. You can see Wall Street and FDR. If if people really want to see more of this, uh, a, a a chick named she's really smart. Her name is Nomi. I think it's N O M I Prins P R I N S. She has written two fantastic books. One is called uh, All the President's Bankers. And then the most recent one is a take on that. So it shows a very, very different story. So when you start thinking about like what led to, you know, the, the, the brutality of World War I or World War II, I am suspicious about that the Berlin-Baghdad Railway. So check that out. Pull, pull that sucker up. Yeah. And just so you know, I do need to wrap it up in about yeah. you know, 15 minutes or so. Here we go. It's up. Yeah. Yeah. We're almost done, man. Cool. So, so you can see. Yep. Yeah. So you can see it started back in 1903. 
Now, do you think that now, now you have to realize also that back then under the Kaiser, uh, Germany was trying to get a, a, uh, a Navy going and they don't have oil up there. So they cut a deal with uh, the Ottoman Empire and they started to build their, their, their railway. Almost nobody knows this. This is a well-known fact in. Well, in, well, don't you know that, you know, official history has it that Hitler and Islam didn't work together, even though they worked extensively together. Well, this is before Hitler. So ah, if you look okay. at that, you, so you see 1903. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Because you see, they wanted to have a connection to get oil. And when you look at like, say, well, well, back then, think about what happened in 1900, they discovered oil in the Middle East. And then shortly thereafter is when you had the British mandate for Palestine. If you have a British mandate for Palestine, they want to control the Middle East and the Germans are problematic. So I think that World War I and World War II, you can actually see, look what it says, 1903 to 1940. Correct. So, so, so they were trying to do this, and really World War II started in 1939. So if you look at it from geopolitical strategy and forget all of the different isms, and, you know, fascism, this ism, and that ism, and you just look at this, this Berlin to, ba to Baghdad railway, you can tell that people are wanting to get oil. And of course, the Brits and the Americans and Israel that they set up actually have achieved that. So if you go, if, if, if you Google or just or just click on the next one, you can see it's actually amazing. And this is all like out in the open. It's not like some. I mean, this is shocking actually. So pull up that uh, Genie Oil. There you go. So there's Genie Oil, and go right there to the third paragraph. You see Genie's founder, but you've got to go down to the advisory board. So can you can you highlight advisory board the second line? So go back to the second line, though, where it says, no, right there. Dick yeah, Cheney. After, after, yeah, there you go. So Jeannie's Energy Strategic Advisory is Dick Cheney, Rupert Murdoch, Larry Summers, Bill Richardson, and then Jacob Rothschild of the Rothschild Banking Dynasty. Well, so then it's got to be a Jewish conspiracy, don't you know? With well, you know, I, I, I think we should not bring up any jokes or anything when we look at this because people can freak <laughs> out anyway. Right, 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 right. You can freak out anyway. So you just look at, and then where is Genie Energy? Well, they are, and you can actually see, it is the first sentence up top there. It says, uh, co "Conventional." oil exploration project in Israeli-occupied Golan Heights, which used to be Syria. Okay. So if you look at the, at the, uh, at the Baghdad, Ber the Berlin-Baghdad Railway, they wanted to get down there and get the oil or work with the guys. And then you can see that the Brits and the Americans uh, are not uh, too happy about that. And so who won? Well, Dick Cheney, Rupert Murdoch, I mean, Larry Summers, president of Harvard, Bill Richardson from New Mexico, and Jacob Rothschild, who is Lord Rothschild, you can actually watch uh, YouTube videos about this guy. I mean, this guy's a, he's a trillionaire. And so I think that if you look at, if you forget all of the different isms and thisms and thatums and name calling and just look at history from the perspective of the, of basically energy production and, and, and land acquisition, you know, that, that cloverleaf map and it's big Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so like all that stuff goes like completely by the wayside when these guys are 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 talking about what they're talking. So for 
Jordan Peterson to just make it about like Hitler was disgusted and therefore he wanted to go after the Ashkenaz, the, the, the Slavs and the gypsies. Well, it's a little bit more complicated because true historians will say that World War II was inevitable after what happened with World War I. And what was the outcome? Well, uh, Brit and US and Israeli control of the Golan Heights and wherever else to get oil and certainly to have all the military bases there. So it seems much more like it's a geopolitical strategy and all the rest of us are just basically the Machiavellian peasants who are arguing and fighting with each other about stupid stuff as opposed to realizing that they should watch the movie, what's that, the ant movie where you have like 15 caterpillars and you have thousands of ants, right? And that one little yeah, ant goes. Yeah, 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 I remember yeah, that. Yeah, 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 that's, all of us are ants, man. <laughs> anyway, we can stop there, but you know, Brett Weinstein and the rest of these guys is just equally ridiculous in terms of- uh, we, we, got, we got six minutes left if you want to cover these last uh, two. Yeah, yeah. The brothers. To, yeah, the brothers Weinstein. I mean, so, so the one guy's a banker. Now, Brett Weinstein says that he's an evolutionary biologist. Well, first of all, how many people have ever watched anything evolve from anything into anything? They always evoke evolutionary, evolutionary this, evolutionary that. Now, I don't know if it's true or not. And then they have not. to evoke Darwin and, and right. uh, Thomas Henry Huxley. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's true or not. And that isn't my point. But the point is, is that they talk about it and, they, and, 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 they, and they're very smart guys. They're very, very eloquent, like I'm not. And then if you go to PubMed and you put in Weinstein BS, who is Brett Weinstein? Uh, la, 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 la. Hold on a second. You can see what a great scientist he is not. Okay. Uh, sorry, I did it wrong. Hold on a second. Yep. Weinstein B. Here we go. Actually, that that actually is his only paper. But if you do Weinstein, oh, okay, B, okay. That worked out okay. Now you got it. But you see, oh wait, look, look at that. Weinstein B, 440, but Weinstein BS, he's the only one. Weinstein BS. Nah, Weinstein yeah, BS. Okay. And so when we BS. When we BS it. Okay, there's another one here. Yeah, that's not him. Evolutionary the, uh, origins, uh, utility of pathologic evaluation following removal of explanted orthopedic. Not him. Okay, so this one is the only BS that he wrote. Yeah, it was published in 2002, right? Right. So if you go to his Wikipedia page, he basically had a bachelor's degree, it appears. He was teaching at Evergreen. You don't have his with, Wikipedia uh, linked here. You could actually just Google Brett Weinstein. I'm sorry, Duck, Duck, Go, Brett <laughs> Weinstein, Wikipedia. <laughs> All right, here we go. There you go. An American biologist and evolutionary theorist. Theorist. See that theorist. See, that's a, that's a legitimate statement because it's a theory, right? So if you look at his education, you see there, he began studying at University of Pennsylvania, smart school, because he's a very, very smart guy. He, uh, he then went, went over to UCAL Santa Cruz to hang out with the surfers, right? So then where he completed the majority of his undergraduate work. Okay, so he had partly at UPenn and then also at, so he got his BS degree. And then you can see it says in 2000- so Are you saying BS got BS degree? Not yeah. Well, no, oh, I'm okay. saying that 
yeah, yeah. Because well, a lot of times. Well, anyway, because you know, told me this lecture. So, so it says in 2004 he took a leave of absence from Evergreen to complete his doctorate in biology, at which is basically I think the history of biology. I think because I, 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 I don't think he did he did any actual research. Uh, and then you see University of Michigan. So he basically was a bachelor's degree guy teaching at Evergreen and then decided to go in 2004 and get his PhD. And so he was teaching at a college with only a bachelor's degree and he's written one paper. Why is he out there as some, some like science mind that we should be listening to when he has never published anything except for that one paper? Right. Well, but you know, because he's got more hair than you or I. And his hair is nice and dark and thick versus my sort of bozo looking hair as I sit <laughs> on the top. If I don't if I don't like keep it tied in the side here and keep it trimmed, I look like bozo. Man. So what if you what if you dyed it red? I'm I'm gonna leave it like this, dude. I'm gonna just be what, going what, after well, But you know, then you would have, you know, even better semen jokes. Well, you know, I, we, we haven't done any of those, but there are some good ones. There are definitely some good ones. I, shall we end on a semen joke? <laughs> you got a new one? You want, well, did, or, I tell you about, did you want to? Did you want to hit these uh, his brother first, or you want to just? Well, wrap there's it nothing up? really there. I mean, it's pretty much done. You know, because okay, people okay, can, okay. You know, and, and Dave Rubin's a nice guy, but again, though, I mean, he, you know, these people are—they're not like this intellectual group. They're just basic guys who are caught in, as far as I can tell, in the Truman Show reality, and they are. And they embrace the left side of the political paradigm in in, in Truman Show showland, and I think that they're trying to basically chill out the psychos, which is good, but it would be better if they had better stories and they had. It would more be better if they gripped reality and actually spoke in terms of reality. And you know, it'd be nice if these guys actually read the Bible first. I mean, because I've been there when I used to attack the Bible, and then I read it, and it's like, oh, this is all about truth is God, and you know. Jesus is the way, the truth, the life, and Satan is the father of all lies. And, oh, I get it now, you know, but they don't want to deal with those simple facts, you know, because, I well, mean, it, you know, it's like, what, a 1,600-page book. You know, most most of them don't want to take the time to actually read what it says. Or they or they go by what they learned when they were in, like, first or second grade or something. That is the issue for for me because, because, because I personally, like, if, if, if you look at the creation story, I mean, that's a tough story for me to, to uh, bite well, there, off. There's, like, there's more to it when you really get into it, but, okay, you know, but, that, but we'll but have to leave that though, for another time. Yeah, yeah. But, 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 but to have either God, and God, wherever he was, did all this in seven days, whatever that means, and then you have the Big Bang where we came from slime. I mean, there should be a better story, and the intellectual dark web should offer us a better story, and they don't. Well, they and haven't they, really published any papers, so that's yeah. Know. Except for Peterson, and he's good in his area, but not so good otherwise. Un, un, unfortunately, did I, did I tell you about my about my cousin, the pilot? Because that's probably the best one in the cockpit. Oh yeah, right. And me, the high jumper. I mean, those are the best ones. Well, okay, let's give me the give, give the audience the high jumper one. Well, well, I I stopped playing baseball and basketball because I didn't like the coaches, and 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 I figured I could like completely fall apart or do well in track. So I became a high jumper. So the first meet I was at, they call up the first guy, you know, Smith is up, Jones is on deck and Seaman is in the hole. Okay. Yeah. I do remember that. 
Remember that one? Yeah. I mean, that was just brutal. We can uh, end on that. Since <laughs> you got to roll. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Well, you're going to have to come up with some better ones for the next time we have you back. Cause we still got, got more of them. Yeah. We, I got more of them. We, but, we, you know. we have a whole other level of research yet to expose that you and I have been talking about for a couple of months, but we're not going to give it away yet folks. Right. So, and it's, it's pretty deep stuff. So, um, you know, yeah. Well, all right. Well, you know, thank you so much for, for taking the time, Dave, to come on again. And, uh, thank you those in the audience who took the time to, uh, support the show. I will uh, post the link again in the, uh, chat there for people to support the show. And also it's there in the, uh, in the description show description. Of course, the show was demonetized, so no super chats anymore, but we appreciate those of you very much who take your time to, uh, go to the links. You can contribute on Patreon or directly at logosmedia.com uh, on the contribute page. You can click on the, at the thing at the top. You can. We love Bitcoin donations as well, and uh, so please support us any way you can. Dave, uh, do you want to give out your website? Dflame.com, just like it's behind me. I mean, Dflame is all over semen here. Look at that. There you go. Jokes, man. <laughs> All right, man. Good night, everybody. Thanks for your support. See you next week. Oh, next week, uh, we have Lloyd DeYoung back. We have a fantastic episode lined up, and uh, we're going to be going into some really deep stuff. It'll be uh, upsetting for a lot of people, but you won't want to miss it. And um, yeah, so be prepared. And uh, thanks, everybody, for participating tonight. And that's a wrap. Good night. Night.